0: Welcome to the Dojo Talk Podcast. Please remove them shoes before entry. Sam Master is here, and you still have not taken off your shoes. Every day to man's mission. Yeah. Welcome to another edition of the Dojo Talk Podcast. We are on episode 30. Um, yeah, 30. We're gonna say 30. I've I recorded too much these last couple of days, so we're just gonna go with 30. That sounds like a good number. Um... I'm back with my host, the Cool. It is a hot, a very hot, humid, muggy, deadly day on the East Coast. <laughs> what's what's going on, man? I was wearing a hoodie last week. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what's weird? It's like, as hot as it is, I still bring my hoodie to my job because...
1: Alright, because you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Like we could go in in the morning it'd be 90 degrees by the time we come out at like 6 o'clock it'll be like 60
0: (laughs) and then I don't know about where you work but we we do this weird thing with the air conditioner where like oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it'll it'll be like 30 degrees for a couple hours and then it'll get hot again and then it gets cold again so I have to keep the hoodie disposable it has to always be there there's one girl
1: at work I work um, at the at the library we have a little desk heater so like for when it gets cold she still uses it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the middle of June.
1: <laughs> Cuz it, it sometimes it just gets
0: so cold in there. Man, it is it is it's real this weather. So I I guess I would just uh start off with that. So a few disclaimers um you guys might hear my fan in the background. You may hear his air conditioner. Um I have no AC in my house right now, so it's hot. Like, it is unbearably hot. Um, um, my laptop, uh, it's not broken, but my screen doesn't work anymore. So I have an HDMI cord running from a broken laptop screen to my TV, but somehow my TV is projecting what my screen should be showing. I, I don't know how that works, but it- it's working, so I'm not going to complain. But I'm at an awkward angle See, recording. See, we smart about it. <laughs> i had to be resourceful my
1: my, my last uh, computer was the same thing as yours except my screen was like shattered into a million different pieces and it wouldn't turn on anymore like yours so i just got a new one
0: (laughs) (laughs) well i need to get a new one i got i got got some damage on this this laptop boys it's it's been through the ringer but yeah I'm, i'm i'm Hopefully the audio isn't bad on my end, you guys. If it is, it's because I I have to hold my microphone for this entire podcast, so I'm going to try not to put it too close to my face. And at the same time, I don't want it too far away so you don't hear me. So bear with me. It's hot. It's, you know. We're going to make it work, though. We're going to make it work. Uh, So today, we got, uh, definitely got some fights to talk about, um... A lot a lot of bodies got caught on this main card. <laughs> a lot of fights didn't uh did not go the distance, which was a good thing. It made it pretty easy to rewatch a lot of these fights. Um, I guess we will just start from the top. Mark Hunt, Derek Lewis. Um, I was definitely looking forward to this fight. It. I can't even say this played out the way I thought it would. It. I don't really know what I thought was going to happen. Well, actually, you know what? I didn't think it was going to go... I think it went four rounds. I didn't think it was going to go four. I thought somebody probably would have got killed by like the second. But, um... Yeah, it it, it it was weird. Derek Lewis had this whole... You know, the thing that I hate most to see when people keep their back against the cage. And it kind of felt like he did that repeatedly over and over. While he did throw a pretty large <laughs> barrage of kicks this fight, like <laughs> I know he's kicked before. I don't know if I've ever seen him kick this much. But I don't know if that was a part of the game plan, but he he definitely threw a lot of kicks, a lot of body kicks, switch kicks. <laughs> threw a couple.
1: He kicked the shit out of um What's his name? Or Am I confusing him with? Did he fight Jared Rosholt?
0: I feel like, I don't think he did. I feel like if he would have fought Rochelle, that'd have been on the highlight reel somewhere.
1: Well, it was like, in, yeah, he fought Rochelle in Legacy like FC.
0: Okay, all right, that was before that. Okay,
1: he he, he beat the he, he landed <laughs> a big ass head kick on him.
0: Yeah, he he had a lot of kicks going. Um, props to both of these dudes because they were landing some hits that, like, there there were just multiple points where I thought somebody was just gonna die and. I mean, Derek Lewis ended up getting TKO'd, but, like, he, he ate some pretty hard shots. He delivered some pretty hard shots. The uppercut, he landed a couple of, of flush times, and then there would be moments where, like, Hunt would hit him with a really hard overhand right, and then Lewis would somehow counter and land back, and I, I would just think that one of them was just going to fall out at some point, but somehow <laughs> they went four rounds, and no nobody really fell over until the end i think this fight was more of um hunt just a lot of pressure just a lot of moving forward lewis having his back against the cage for majority of the fight through you know he had his kicks going but they it wasn't it wasn't enough i don't know like his output just didn't seem to be there and hunt picked his shots pretty well like i said he I think he stunned him a few a few good times. Uh, I think the second... Was it the second? I think the second round, he, he stunned him. Maybe the third, I can't remember. And then the fourth... It, by the fourth, it just seemed like Lewis had nothing left in the tank. Like, <laughs> it almost seemed like the rough stopped it because he knew he couldn't... Like, there was no point in the fight to... There was no point in the fight continuing. Like, he had nothing left in the tank at that point. Yeah.
1: Um... A very uh, efficient mover. Like if you're going to spend your, the whole fight kicking you're like Gary Rodriguez, it's probably not a good idea to try to do that while you're in the back foot and you're constantly like circling out. Um, Mark Hunt approached this fight really smart. Like did not try to get over you know, confident and get all oh, punch happy in the pocket. Came forward. Um, Cut off the cage Lewis was moving left and right Um, Stayed in front of him Put pressure on him Uh, uh, Was it the second round Third round where he just started digging to the body
0: Yeah I forgot about that He did did do a lot of body shots
1: And that's That's basically where the the finish Came from Lewis Lewis slowed down Almost instantly after that, um, it, I think those were the shots that hurt him the most. Like he, it was—it's a replay of the Travis Brown fight over again, where uh, he got punched in the head. He got—he got knocked off balance a little bit, but he managed to circle out and not even circle out, I guess, but like get away. And uh, but when he got hits to the body, it, it just—it's like um. Yeah, it was like the Travis Brown fight, where it was just like he went to extreme lengths to protect himself when he got, got into to the body, because because it just really knocked him for a loop. Um, it's a shame because Lewis did a lot of really good things, like the the uppercuts you mentioned. One of the things I really liked that he did in the first round is uh, he, I think it was either one or two. Is Hunt went for the overhand right as he as he does. And what he does is he dips his head all the way down. So what Lewis did, which was really smart, was he just grabbed around his head right. as he got out of the way and just threw like two or three uppercuts and like one of them managed to land. It was actually a really nice shot. And and that's where Lewis succeeds the most, where he's just able to put his, his power on people in spots where they mess up or they just stay in exchange with him too long. Um, he just uh, Hunt just didn't give him a lot of opportunities for that. Uh, like I said he was, he's not a very efficient mover when he moves left and right he's probably not going to be attacking so really the only times he presented any offense in this fight is when those brief moments when Hunt was like a two or three feet uh, out of range and he would throw um, he, would, he would throw one of those jumping kicks or he would take a step forward to throw the one-two and sometimes that would land because Lewis has just ridiculously fast hands but they would never catch him at like the zenith, I guess, of, of like where the snap is. Right. So uh, Hunt would be able to eat them, or he'd move out the way because he could see them coming because Lewis was from uh, so far out. Yeah, it was just a really. This is probably the best Mark Hunt performance since. Um, I'm trying to remember a time when he didn't almost die.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was about to say his last couple of fights have been they've been been a little rough but yeah I
1: guess guess you could say like the mirror and like Bigfoot fights but those weren't
0: yeah I think this is I think like you said this is probably his smartest fight in a while
1: yeah i I say this is the best fight he's had in somebody who's not way way past it since um the the Verdun fight
0: right where
1: he where he basically won the fight up until he got knocked out He was winning anyway.
0: Yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah, that you mentioned that, like, they would have brief moments of exchanges, and even when he would land a really hard shot, he didn't go crazy and try to go for a finish. Like he, I think he respected uh, Lewis's power enough that he wasn't willing to just trade and end up getting (laughs) flatlined. And yeah, those body punches definitely paid off because I think, like, by the third round. Lewis was—he would circle against the cage, and like his hands were just completely by his waist. Like there was no, there was really no attempt to like protect his his head. Like his arms were just wayside, and he literally was just walking left to right. And yeah, it, it definitely—they well,
1: mentioned that in the first round, uh, the, the, like no, the third or fourth round. Um, broadcast team—I can't remember who it is, but my, I was like. like did y'all see him in the first round? He don't. He just doesn't keep his hands up. Like, I, I his defense. Is he'll duck his head as he's throwing the counter overhand right. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Like, I think he's just one of those dudes that's just so strong that I don't know. He, I guess he he'll, he'll take one to give one because he he knows he could probably kill you if he lands flush. But
1: yeah, like. Lewis's strengths are not in that he is technical. His strengths are in that he he has an understanding of how to fight, as as weird as that sounds, I guess. Where uh, he's not just out here um, throwing combinations; he's throwing the gym. He's like reading the fight, and he he has has a good sense of timing and stuff like that. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Those. Um. He did a couple of those knees. He did landed pretty good. And those yeah. would like those would just come out of nowhere. Like he would just have these brief, just spurts of where he would just randomly land one, and you could tell they hurt definitely a little bit. And for a dude his size, like he's he's pretty agile. But I think I feel like those might have I don't say they did him in, but like I know to do. <laughs> I feel like doing the motion of like a knee or a switch kick probably takes a lot more out from you than throwing like a jab yeah. or a hook. I mean the jump
1: the jump roundhouse kicks probably didn't help either. Right,
0: yeah. So he yeah, by by like the second or third he probably expended like most of his gas tank and then in the fourth he was pretty much just running on fumes. <laughs> like there wasn't wasn't a whole lot left. And, yeah, like
1: that bizarre finish was equal parts, Mark Hunt just wailing on his body and head and him just being too tired to do anything about it.
0: Yeah. And uh, I saw people thinking maybe it was early, but like there was a point during that last flurry where like it literally looked like Lewis kind of turned his head as if almost to say like, I'm I'm done here. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's there's nothing else here. And even like after he got finished, he sat down like he wasn't protesting. He 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 knew that it was over. Like It was I didn't think it was a question. But yeah, so so, so props
1: to Mark Hunt because he got knocked out bad like
0: three months ago right and he so
1: basically hop right back into camp
0: for this right a- against a dangerous dude like against another dude yeah. who, who could have knocked him out again like and it probably wouldn't have been pretty and he, he managed to leave not taking too much significant damage um and at what 43 years old yep
1: because i quit your lawsuit brother
0: yeah <laughs> oh, i forgot it, about it, that it, it's
1: a it's a doubly good week. The judge ruled that the UFC can't throw out his lawsuit. So now now that I think I don't know a lot about c- civil court, but I think they're going to the discovery. Hey. So th- th- we're in good good week for Mark Hunt.
0: Hey, man. Went in your hometown, 43 years old. I think he, he, he did mention after the fight that he wants to fight out the remainder of his contract. Um. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how many fights he has left on his contract, but... Same. Who's, uh... am trying to think of who's a potential... A good, good next potential matchup.
1: Like,
0: if I'm the... If I'm
1: the UFC... Like the UFC, I, I, as much as this was Mark Hunt fighting at home and for his home crowd, and everything, it's pretty obvious the UFC just wants to put the hardest fucking challenge in front of Mark Hunt every single time out. be being such a pain in the ass to them. Um, so, as a, like, I can see them giving him, uh, Francis (laughs) Nganu Cain Velasquez, the, oh, God, uh, maybe the winner of Verdum, Overeem. I didn't give him, and those are the fights that, uh, that Hunt wants. Hunt is just a tough ass bastard, and he'll fight. He wants to fight like the best guy out.
0: Has Hunt ever fought I are... Uh,
1: no. I, but I don't think the UFC would give him that fight. Probably not. If I, if if Mark Hunt wasn't being, if Mark Hunt wasn't in an open litigation with the UFC and using every bit of a uh, screen time to bat. Uh, to talk about how they screwed him over continually, <laughs> um, maybe they would give him a R- because that's I don't want to say it's an easy win for him, but uh,
0: like I feel like at this point in his career, it's not a bad fight to make. Like, yeah, it's it's, it's doable. But yeah, I think he did mention that he wanted people higher, ranked higher than him, and and was in to, front of Lewis, so
1: he wants to file his contract and leave with as much stock as possible basically like I, I think that's what mark hunts have right now
0: we'll see and i guess on, on the other end of the the spectrum black beast is uh in his post-fight interview said this is probably his last fight um i would hope not i don't believe it yeah i, 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 I don't believe it either it could have just been you know post-fight emotions you had you lost a tough fight um but you, you never know, though. You, you never know. But I, I would hope that this isn't his last fight. Or at, at least come back, give me one more. I know you got another KO in you. <laughs> and I know you got another great post-fight interview in you. Um, So, yeah, I definitely hope he, he comes back. But, yeah, shout-outs to Mark Hunt, man. 43 years old, still putting it on people. And he, he looked in pretty good shape, too, I'll say, too. Like...
1: Yeah, he, yeah he, he did, like, he looked really slow against yeah. Overeem. That might just be because Overeem is um, a, a really good athlete for heavyweight. He moves really well and everything. But he looked really old, and he got, uh, he, did, he didn't throw a lot in that fight. I don't I don't think that compared to old Mark, I, mean, I don't think he threw a lot in this fight either. I think he was a lot more economical in this fight.
0: Yeah, he yeah he fought uh, really, also, really slow.
1: Also, also helps when Derek Lewis being, like, Pretty predictable,
0: but right. But he he
1: stayed to the game plan. It, it was really good. So props him.
0: Yeah. So hopefully we'll we'll see Mark Hunt again. Yeah. Good good luck on the lawsuit. <laughs> and yeah, hopefully uh Lewis will be back. He, Definitely. Get money. Yeah. At at this point, that's money. that's the motto in 2K17 for any fighter man. Get your money. However you can get it.
1: <laughs> Mark Hunt got like Mark Hunt got like ten children to feed, man.
0: Yeah, man. This shit is
1: not a game to
0: him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> moving on to the co-main event. Uh, Derek Brunson and Daniel Daniel Dadbod Kelly. Um, yeah, this fight did not last very long at all. And I feel like the this wasn't the first punch that was landed, but it was the first significant punch <laughs> that, <laughs> that landed, and it pretty much ended the fight. Um, I can't really say I'm surprised it ended I mean, like this.
1: I'm, I mean, was anybody really?
0: I I was I was hoping that that Kelly would have got to have at least one little moment, <laughs> but yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It just didn't happen. They felt each other out for a little bit, and then I think Lewis did like a double. I think it was like a double left, and then followed it with a right, and that yeah. That was that was all she wrote. The out, they didn't yeah, even yeah, need the ground to pound.
1: Yeah, it's, it's it's funny though. Um, after the the Evans fight, I spent a lot of time talking about like how great um Kelly's trap game was, where he would he was able to grab uh Evans' left hand and fire her left hand down the pipe or something right. like that. Right. That's what got him knocked out here. <laughs> like, like. He tried to go two on one on um on God, it was on Brunson's um freaking uh, on his double jab on his lead hand, and Brunson's like, okay, I'm gonna just throw it right over your shoulder <laughs> <laughs> because it, it, he literally they were both southpaw and Kelly goes to grab uh, Brunson's lead hand, his right hand on the opposite side, so he reaches across his own body to go 2-on-1 on this hand and I, I'm sure there's like precedent for that in judo but for boxing and kickboxing you you try to parry with the same side the same side hand so if you're both you're and you're um, you're gonna parry a jab from the other dude you go with your rear hand because it's the one on the same side you don't reach across your body
0: and just leave your chin wide open like that. Yeah, it, it the results did not end well. <laughs> like, uh, he, he literally got hit so hard that, like, his body turned around. Like, yeah, it was... Yo,
1: when Dan Kelly gets knocked out, Dan Kelly gets knocked out.
0: Yeah. It's just like the Sam Alley <laughs> <laughs> And it's, it's... And I know, like, MMA math doesn't work at all. It's... It it just doesn't, but, like, I just couldn't help but think after the fight, like, he beat Rashad Evans, and dude, then,
1: dude, I, I don't think I mentioned this when we free and fought, uh, when we talked about that fight, Do we talk about, whatever, um. That was the best striking performance
0: of Rashad Evans' career. Right. <laughs> no, I th- I th- no, I think we did mention that. Because, like, Evans looked really crisp. He was so in shape. He was really it, fast. He was, like
1: He was the wrong... That's been a big issue in the past.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Man.
1: But, yeah. Uh, wait. It, it's, got, it's crazy. Because you, you go back and people are like, Oh, my God. Can't wait till we get Evans uh Silva. I'm over here thinking like if Rashad Evans can't make Anderson Silver
0: down. Oh god. Man. He's gonna look like it's gonna look like the machine fight. So where where does Brunson go from here? Because like he he's lost to everybody. Let's see. Let's let's pull up <laughs> Brunson's record. The... He, he lost to um,
1: Whitaker. He lost to Silva. I'm pretty sure he lost to Jacare. He got knocked out by Jacare. He he got knocked out by um Maryland comeback. Oh yeah, he did, yep. Did he lose to Mus- did he lose Masasi?
0: Er let's scroll. If they fought, I'm pretty sure that was a loss. Oh, did they fight? I don't see Masasi's name. I thought they
1: fought in like strike four.
0: Oh, he lost to Kendall Grove. I not know that fight yeah. <laughs> uh, That was back when he was the blanket, bro. So right. Count. Yeah, I don't see Musashi's name on here. So maybe All they right. haven't crossed paths yet. But yeah, like, so he. Yeah, it's like he, he beats everyone that's not, like, at that elite right. level.
1: Like, Derek Brunson is the benchmark for are you an elite middleweight or not? Right. Or are you a very good middleweight or not, you know? Um, I don't know. What, what does Derrick Brunson want to do? Like, Derrick Brunson's a big dude. Move up to 205. <laughs> Be somebody.
0: <laughs> I feel like there's a part of him that probably still wants this this Anderson rematch. I know a part you, of him wants you it. You
1: lucked it with the first time, like... You were there to see where Anderson Silva is at, They know now, and they're not going to give it to you again. Maybe he fights Dave. Like, is Brunson boys with Dave Branch?
0: Um, I don't know, but I'm looking at the rankings, and they're right behind each other. Branch is at nine, Brunson's at eight. So, hey man, so I wa- would wa- say
1: like I would say make the Chris Weidman fight, but Chris Weidman seems content to just try to fight, you know, try to run his career into the ground as quick as possible. <laughs> so. Hold up! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Where is he? Oh, he got... Oh, that's right. He was eliminated because he tested for whatever. Uh, I, I was like, I was looking at these rankings. I'm like, "Where's Kelvin Gastelum?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, he yeah he got busted for the because
1: yeah. Vitor's on here and um, guy, who's the other dude? Oh, no, Tim Kennedy's gone. He retired. Never mind."
0: I wouldn't mind looking at the rankings. I wouldn't mind seeing Brunson and, and Dave Branch. Or, or Musasi. even though, to be honest, I don't think he beats Musasi. But that's, nah. like, probably the only elite guy that he hasn't fought yet. And, yeah, I, I honestly don't think he leaves there with a win, but... I mean, Rockhold needs a
1: comeback fight, right?
0: That Yeah, that's true. How is Maybe. Rockhold still ranked number two? What?
1: Dude, he has beaten a lot of really good dudes. Oh, I he lost to Michael Pittsburgh.
0: <laughs> ah, oh, that that like, card made me so happy. Yeah, actually, him Rockhold probably wouldn't be a bad idea. The thing is, like, he has the power to put anybody out. But I think, yeah. I think, like, his undoing is like his power is only gonna carry him, but so far, because once you get to that elite, you get to people that are just way more technical than he is and they can put people out like he can, so. Yeah.
1: The thing with him is he really only really has, like, two gears. Like, the the one that fought Anderson Silva and just spent a lot of the time just staring at him, and the one that fought uh, Robert Whitaker and just went balls to the wall insane and got knocked out for his trouble. Like, th- that's Derek Brunson in a nutshell. He's either going to come and just stare or do, like, the least he can, or he's going to try to do the most as quick as possible, and it'll work or it won't.
0: But I guess either way for him, he does have a pretty lengthy highlight reel. He has knocked or TKO'd a lot of people. So, hey, man, obviously what you're doing is working in some capacity, but, yeah, I don't I don't know if it's going to get you Dude, a title.
1: Oh, that's, re- <laughs> that's recent, too like that's that's only since like what 2015 has really been knocking dudes out
0: yeah he he started with yeah so he TKO'd Herman he TKO'd Alvy he KO'd uh Carnero and then he TKO'd Hall and, and that like was tko
1: Kelly yep and that's six of his nine knockouts
0: <laughs> so, so
1: like props to him he's going as long as he's not fighting a top 10 dude he's gonna be out hurting people
0: right He's yeah, dude. Yeah, this he's. Fight, gener- you know
1: what? You know what? This fight really reminded me of what? Rumble Rumble versus Teixeira. Yeah,
0: I, I can see that. I, I can see that.
1: Like both of them are kind of uh, uh, not kind of old. old like Brunson's like the the more athletic, the more powerful, uh, the cleaner striker. And then you have the other dude who's just t- really tough, and can uh, and when, uh, who, once he gets on top of you, you know, it, it, it's hard to get back up. And the first clean punch they will plant just put the other dude <laughs> out because there's just such an athletic gap between them.
0: I don't know which one of those is worse. Actually, you know what? No, I can't say that. The Rumble one definitely, to me, is worse. I, oh, I think, oh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah that, that one.
1: That's that's where everybody just realized if you're not Jones, DC, Rum, or Rumble, or and I guess Gus, you you're just not you're just not in the title conversation,
0: right? Yeah, that's scary. <laughs> that's, that's that scary, just freakish power. But yeah, props to Brunson, man. Uh, keep on, keep knocking people out. Keep keep adding to that highlight reel. Um, Oh, boy. Speaking of knockouts, uh, this next fight, Dan Hooker and Ross Pearson. Whew. Um. So, first... Can we just start out by saying that
1: Dan Hooker used to be featherweight? and He made Ross Pearson look like a flyweight?
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a, this is a big boy. A big, tall, lanky dude who just, like, yeah, the first round, he just chewed Pearson up with leg kicks. And I felt like the whole, like, the entire first round, Pearson just couldn't, like, figure out the whole distance. He couldn't get past the reach. It, it just it just didn't seem like he could put anything together. And meanwhile, Hooker's just tearing his legs apart. And then the second round, when, to me, it, it, it kind of felt like Ross was somewhat figuring things out for himself. Like, he, he landed a few good lefts. He had the whole, uh, you know, he was doing like the left, right, bobbing, weaving, trying to like throw feints, trying to get in, and he did land a few good hits. And then uh, I think Hooker caught on to the whole bobbing and weaving. <laughs> and I'm trying to remember. I think Pearson Pearson threw something before he got neat. Like he threw like a right, and then I it think it was a he, left hook.
1: It was a left. left hook.
0: And then he was, was he was
1: because that was the punch he was throwing that um that was catching... Hooker in the second round, like if you go back, like Hooker's bleeding a little bit from the nose. Yeah, or at the very least, it's really red. Those were all left. Like he initiated exchanges in second round, coming forward with the, and that's what was landing on uh, Hooker, in between parts where Hooker was just jabbing the fuck out, like the jabbing the fuck out of his face.
0: Yeah, and he, but um, yeah. Knees, man. Yeah, he. I think he threw the left, and then like I think he was going for the weave. Like he was going to oh, yeah. <laughs> to the duck, down. <laughs> and, and yeah, at that point Hooker just seemed like he figured it out because the knee was waiting was waiting right for Pearson's face, and yeah, that oh, it was hard to watch because I felt like Pearson was finally gaining ground, like he was about to make it a fight, and then right when It felt like everything was clicking. It just all fell apart in that one moment. And there was no... There was no comeback from that knee. Like, that that was over. That was was an instant, just, you're done. (laughs) Yeah, Hooker's a big... That's a big dude, man. I wonder what the reach difference Uh, was. uh, Ross
1: is at... Let's see. A 69-inch reach. Hooker is at... A seventy-five inch reach. Jesus, <laughs> but like, like Hooker's mostly—if I remember right—Hooker's like mostly leg. So, like, when he was when he's throwing those uh, leg kicks, they're from even further out.
0: Right. Yeah, that was. So, Is this? That was the I can't best remember... fight
1: Hooker's short career. By the way. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's a, a solid win. You know, you get a, a W over over a vet, and you, you get a, a pretty devastating win. At that, is this Pearson's second loss in a row? Oh, fourth, Jesus. Wait, really? Yeah. So KO from Hooker. He lost a split decision to Stevie Ray, and then before that he lost to Masvidal, and before that he lost to Will Brooks when Will Brooks came over. His last oh, win, yeah, f- his last win was March Chad of LePriks. last year. Yep, Chad the Priest. And before he that, is. he is. lost. Yeah, he's Dude. he's had a rough, a rough sense. I didn't realize it was that. three and three,
1: four and four, and four in a row. So in his last twelve, he is four and eight. Whew. I feel so bad for Ross Pearson because if if he was like ten years younger, he probably would be a featherweight. He probably would be like a damn good one. But like, it's not like any of these fights. He's look. It's bad, you know. Like, yeah, I'm gonna say he's like. Been- He's been good. he's been like in competitive ish fights with everybody. Like right, the Al Quinta fight, he kind of got beat up in, but he still had moments, and I think he dropped out Ali uh, Quinta at one point. Like the Diego fight was a split. The Dunham fight was one sided Grapple Fest. So Chanothe uh, fight was competitive ish. Uh, the Will Brooks fight, he took a round. He almost took two. He almost won. The yeah, but fight. I say he yeah he could
0: have won that fight. <laughs>
1: like, the Stevie Ray fight was more a really impressive performance by Stevie Ray to me than um, like a bad Pearson performance right I don't remember the Mass all fight at all like at all so I can't comment on that one but like uh, like Pearson's had this as being inconsistent he is so in so far as his record but he always has I feel like he's a guy who has consistently solid-ish performances you know what I mean
0: yeah yeah that's that sucks and it, I've just gotten so used to seeing him around that like if they would to cut him it would feel weird like <laughs> I just get used to seeing his name pop up on a card like every other you know every so often he
1: fought five times in twenty sixteen
0: <laughs> right like <laughs> this was a busy man yeah it's yeah that's that's unfortunate it it would it would suck to see him go if if Cause I I feel like he's also one of those dudes that, like, he's a good benchmark kind of for talent. Like, if you can get past him, then, you know. You get a top
1: 20, top yeah. 25 fight. Problem is, I, that would probably save his job if he was um a light heavyweight or even a middleweight.
0: Yeah, but at lightweight where. Like, yeah, where
1: you have 109 fighters or some ridiculous number like that. How far does that really get you some cachet? You know, right? Like, I think I think a big part of why like Pearson, besides the fact that he's from the UK, a big part of the reason why Pearson's still in the UFC on a fourth win streak and that only winning like uh, two out of his last like ten fights, is that um well one he's fun to watch and two uh what was the other thing God oh he just fights so often like if the UFC needs somebody. They can call him up. And he's down to fight everywhere. Like, I, he fought five times last year. I feel like they were all over the map.
0: It's crazy, though, because Hooker's record is kind of, I ain't gonna say spotty, but he's on like this alternating street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he—he's His record is literally, well, at least since he's been in the UFC, it's win, loss, win, loss, win, loss, win, loss. So like he's trying to just put that two in a row.
1: Uh, hooker's do uh, I feel kind of bad for because I like, guess his losses are like to uber prospects like Jared Rodriguez, Jason Knight, and when Maximo Banco first premiered, he was like this super lightweight prospect, and he's he's a talented
0: dude. Don't get me wrong, but didn't didn't pan out to yeah <laughs> to, to, to what we had hoped. But yeah, definitely good, good performance from Hooker. Like I, I think he could string together a couple of wins, and probably, at most, maybe be he, like yeah,
1: I think he could have a, a solid career lightweight, where he's like a Ross Pearson type. He just shows up on a card every once in a while, and sometimes he wins, sometimes he loses.
0: Right. So, but I think he's gonna
1: be better at lightweight.
0: Yeah, he's definitely. To
1: call that extra weight. Yeah, because this... Dude, he is six feet tall. God yeah, that. I
0: forgot that he even fought, like, Yair. <laughs> like, I, I forgot that they even happened. Yeah, this is a... He's a big dude, though. Yeah, like, I have no idea how he was cutting a 45. But, um... Oh, man, do you have the card pulled up in front of you? My internet is yeah not uh, yes. cooperating, so I can't see what the next fight is.
1: Alright, the next fight is, um... Ian Kutalaba, who stops Enrique de Silva in 22 seconds. Oh,
0: yeah, my, this fight.
1: My boy Frank Wayson Jr.
0: <laughs> Man, yeah, there's not even a whole lot to really analyze in this fight. Like there's think, nothing to analyze. Yeah, like Kutalaba, <laughs> yeah. just he just went he literally just pushed forward and just threw bombs and then
1: <laughs> we can um. We can analyze Kudalaba's, uh. Freak. I don't even know what to call it. He called a shot! Like, Freaking. Who was it? Was it Garcia or was it um, Buffer who was doing ring announcing tonight? I I
0: want to say Garcia.
1: Garcia. Um. Yeah, Garcia's screaming his name out. Kudalaba literally marches all the way across the cage. Gives under the silver the freaking th- uh, the thumb to the, th- uh, the thumb across the throat. Says he's going to fucking kill him, <laughs> and then proceeds to kill him <laughs> in twenty two
0: seconds. Yeah, like he he literally just moved forward. They both threw hands. Kudalaba just landed. At, uh, I can't remember whether the left and a right or a right then the left. And then he dropped him right, and then left
1: short hook across the uh, over the shoulder, shoulder. as. Okay. Enrique was trying to push away,
0: and then he landed some vicious ground and pound, like just brutal ground and pound. And yeah, that was it. That was that was literally it. It's not, it's, it's not a lot to analyze, not a lot to put together in that fight. Uh, just a really strong I think
1: it's guy. Important to note. Important to note. Ian Kutaba, when this is his first stop. Uh, first stoppage in the UFC.
0: Yeah.
1: He's not two in the UFC. And that was his first stoppage win. Which... Hey. Oh, God. See the one I'm thinking about? Yes, he is. Alright. So, a very, very long time ago. uh, I think he was 19 years old when I first heard about him. Yeah. So, it was like four years ago. Kudalaba wins like the European uh, Sambo tournament. He debuts in MMA. He's starting to tear people apart. Like... They call. Uh, there are people calling him like the next Fedor. I tune in to watch him on like Cage Warriors this is back when he was a heavyweight and he was like literally a, he looked like Sean Jordan he was just like a round <laughs> ball I can't remember the exact way I have I to say he knocked the dude down and then proceeded to kick him across the face in Cage Warriors and they had to call the fight <laughs> he got disqualified.
0: So he did it on purpose. Like he was just.
1: I I think he yeah like so when he went across the cage and did the whole throw color thing I'm like hey my boy's back.
0: Hey man this dude is <laughs> a a walking just ball of violence <laughs> just yeah that was that was nasty that that was nasty. Yeah, well, I wish we could give you guys more technicals, but that—that that was it. That—that was—that <laughs> was 22 oh, seconds. I know he back in the head. That's what it was.
1: Oh god, that was forever ago.
0: Uh, his violent ways have not strayed too far. Oh hell no! Yeah, he's,
1: yeah, he's definitely. it's cut. He's at the top of the list of people want to see him rising. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just go over there and just slaughter people, and they just won't even care. Just, man, yeah, that, that's a scary dude, though. I didn't realize how fast a lot of these fights went. Uh, because this next fight also did not last very long at all. <laughs> ben Win, it didn't even uh,
1: last a minute.
0: Right under a minute. Ben Win uh, faces a late replacement, Tim Elliott. Um, I will say though, man, like after watching this fight. It made me want to see the Benavidez fight that much more. But I guess I'll i you know, I'll be satisfied with what I got because it, it still was great. Um Yeah man, when came out, he was ready to go, man. Like <laughs> he came out with head kicks. Like he, he was he was game. He was ready to go. And then I think all I remember is like he came out, they traded exchanges a little bit. I think Wynn threw a head kick. I think he threw like a couple of punches. And then Elliot went for, like, a head-shoulder, like, takedown that didn't work out.
1: The <laughs> a women's MMA move.
0: Yeah. <laughs> where you just grab the
1: head, and try to give your back up, and hope for the best.
0: Yeah. He, he did that, got reversed, got his back taken. And when, man, that dude, he, he's a leech when he gets on your back. Like, he, he hung on to that back for dear life. And I think, like... Wynn was going for the choke, and Elliot, what did he do? There was something he did, I know, that kind of aided to him getting choked out. Like I think he tried to push something. I can't remember. I can't remember the the exact thing. Either way, he um, yeah, he gave up his back, which was not a good idea, and Wynn just kind of maneuvered his way around and choked him out, in very vicious fashion, and under a minute. And yeah. uh he looked very great. <laughs> he looked very great doing it. Like this this is a really fun dude to watch. Definitely somebody to keep an eye on, especially in this division where like any new faces should be welcomed and needed, you know. But yeah, this this Ben Winn is awesome, man. That Ben Winn is awesome.
1: I, to, I I've been high on Ben Wynn since he made his debut um at uh, the fight where he took like no damage. I don't even think they would do land a punch. On
0: him. Oh, out. yeah. I don't Blitz think he did either.
1: In his two fights, in fact. Um, yeah. Uh, so, to so open this up, Tim Elliott dug down for a single leg. Ben Wynn proceeded to shake him off and then kick him, head kick him with that same leg <laughs> same that leg. Tim Elliott dove down on. Like, that was some, like. When is such a slick-ass fighter? Like, if you go back and watch his fight with John Herrera, and how he's just getting in and out, like, so smooth. Oh, my God. It's so it's uh, incredible to see. And you want to talk about, like, a guy who improves from Fight Fight? Uh, Tim Elliott is basically a souped-up version of uh, Louis Smoka. Who beat Ben Wynn And, um, you know, we all remember Tim Elliott beating the crap out of um, Louis Smoka not even, like, two months ago. I'm going to say two, three months ago, something yeah. like that.
0: Yeah, well, he just grunk- grappled Wynn- him to death.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, and Ben Wynn comes out here not even, oh, yeah, like a year after losing to Smoka. And just puts it on Elliot. Like, th- this wasn't. The reason um, Elliot went for that head and arm throw is because Ben Wynn cracked him with an overhand right. That literally turned Elliot all the way around. Yeah, that. that. Like. Uh, when I hear people talk about how uh, there are just no interesting fighters that fly away, I
0: think of guys like Ben Wynn. And he just just looks like he's having merkin dudes, (laughs) and he looks like he's just having so much fun. Like, (laughs) this looks like an enjoy. Like he's having the time of his life while he's just tooling people. And yeah, yeah, the fact that the Benavidez get injured, I can't remember why that fight fell apart.
1: He tore his ACL.
0: Oh lord. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. That is a no bueno. Yeah. But yeah, I I definitely would love to see when, you know. Against me, against the top good. guy. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, and I felt like winner. Even no matter if he wins or loses, like it's gonna be a fun. It's gonna be something fun to watch. Like this dude is just really dynamic, really slick. Like I knew the second that Elliot went for that throw, that it just. <laughs> the second they hit the mat, they're like you knew this wasn't gonna end good. Win is just he's way too slick for for something like that and once he took his back like it was under a minute yeah, I, yeah. so many people got made really quick work of I didn't realize how <laughs> this main card sped by pretty fast and I normally complain about the six fight main cards and I'll always complain about six fight main cards but this one went by fairly quick because everybody just got rushed out <laughs> mostly everybody got got rushed out where is Wynn in the rankings? I, I think
1: they've up, I think they're saving the updates for Wednesdays nowadays, so they can do them on UFC Tonight or whatever uh-huh. the show is called. But um,
0: well, currently they have them is at eight. twelve.
1: Elliott is eight, so I'm assuming Ben will at least be in like the top ten. I don't think he's gonna get above Brandon Moreno, but um, I'd like to see a fight for Miga next, since for is like the only other top ten dude who doesn't have a um part right now, I guess.
0: I feel like Formiga gets lost in the sauce. Like, like well, dude, <laughs> he's just
1: Formiga he's... is like Rafael Sanzio, except he's more respected. Less <laughs> so respect I mean. Like a Sal gets more respect, but he's not a bad fighter, like at all. Because he, he's, fe- he's very well put together. He's one of the best back take artists in MMA. Period. But he, there's just something. Like, there, there's no. There's no extra to his game. You know.
0: Yeah. There's no. He doesn't have like that defining quality that like makes him stand out. But then at the same time, like I think he's been ranked in the top five like the entire time he's been in the UFC.
1: Yep. Dude.
0: He was. <laughs>
1: oh God. Um. When was this? So. John Dodson, that's his first fight in the UFC. Yeah, so a year before the UFC, or a year or two before the UFC brings in the fly, uh, uh, the flyweight division, he's the number one flyweight on the planet. Like, and, he, never, and never he's, got out title. Yeah, he's in Tachi Palace, like Danny Martinez, and yeah, he, oh yeah, he lost to Ian McCall, but he beat Shinji Kojima, who was at one point the number one flyway on the planet beats um, Pantoa who is a damn good uh, bantamweight now I want to say unless I'm confusing him the other dude is he in Bellator? no he's in the UFC yeah Pantoa is a flyweight um, and um, Danny uh, and Mamoru Yamaguchi like Jusier's been around like Jusier was a top flyweight before the UFC had a flyweight division and guys like Benavides and Cejudo and Demetrius Johnson were floating around, you know? Right. It, so but at the same time he's kinda just I wanna say he's coasted a bit. Like he's beaten Wilson Hayes and Zach Mikovsky and Dustin Ortiz. Like he's beaten the class of guys. Like on one half you have the Benavides, the Johnsons, the Borgs, the Pettises, the Morenos. Um the ben Wins who are just like flashy and explosive as fuck. On the other side, you got the Dustin Ortiz and Wilson Hayes, and you know the Jusifier Fajugas and Joseph Fajugas, the best of that style.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I, I guess at this point it's time to make those styles clash. Yeah, just, yeah. just, just, just throwing win in there. And let's let's just see what happens. <laughs>
1: he joins the uh, he jo- he joins the um beat for me get title shot club. Hey. John Dodson, Joseph Bevitas, Ray Borg, uh, Henry Cejudo, Ray Borg. If the whole mess at Flyweight is situated and he gets his title shot, man,
0: <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, man, Benwin definitely definitely got a. To keep an eye on man that, that that's a fun dude to watch fight. Man, we've already gotten through. Oh, we got one more, one more. Um, okay, I'm gonna butcher his name and we'll try it anyway. Alexander Volkonovsky. Wanna say that? Yep. Some somewhere in the ballpark versus yep. Mizuto Hirota. Um Hirota's a tough dude, man. Like he what happened in the first did he? he caught like. Did he? I can't remember if the spinning back fist or elbow was in the first or the second. Either way, he got dropped like multiple times in this fight, and still found a way to like. <laughs> like he was still putting forth an effort to to attempt to win, but like I, he got dropped in the first, and he ate a little bit of ground and pound, managed to get back up. He ate. I think it was a spinning back elbow in the second that dropped him. And then I think he hit another one. I don't think the other one dropped him, though. But, like, he... I don't know. Alexander just pushed, like, a, a pretty mean pace this fight. Like, he was just in go mode the entire time. Was this was this his debut? I don't remember, like, if I've ever seen Second him fight, fight before. Second fight. Second okay. fight.
1: Okay. He fought... um God. I should know this. I should know this. Uh He fought Yusuke Katsuya. <laughs> so he's just out here beating Japanese dudes <laughs> he,
0: he looks solid though man like there's there's not anything I saw about him that like really stands out like a whole lot like he's not like a crazy striker or like a crazy grappler
1: I will but... say he's, he's um I'm trying to think of. Well, I'm trying to think of somebody else really quick maybe f- besides Frankie Edgar and uh Ch- Demetrius Johnson, to an extent, he might be the best ground-and-pound artist at 155 and below. He's just so... Once he gets on top, he's so good at just opening up the ground-and-pound and everything. And so, he hits so damn hard. It's insane.
0: Yeah, he is like... He's a tenacious dude. I will give him that. If he if he has one, like,
1: standout quality, it's that he, he, once he gets on top and he's raining down bunches, he's as good as anybody else at it.
0: Yeah, I don't... I was actually surprised Hirota didn't get, like, TKO'd or... <laughs> like... And it was crazy because even after the times he would get dropped, like... He kind of cleared the cobwebs fairly fast and would find his way back into the fight. I think it was just... Alexander just was too. I don't know. He was just too much. Like it was, it was such a pace. Dude is just really tenacious that Hirota couldn't get a whole lot off. And yeah, I guess he continues his streak of just beating Japanese guys. (laughs) But proud Australian tradition. Amen. Especially on that regional scene. Um,
1: I I really really like Volkanovski as a prospect. Like the one thing holding him back is he is like five six, at featherweight, and he's kind of bulky. Um, I'm not seeing a reach, but uh, yeah, that's gonna hold. That's probably gonna hold him back in this division because, like we said, this is a division where guys like Dan Hooker and like Conor McGregor cut their teeth, You're right, before moving up. Um. He's always going to be a length disadvantage, and I, I, I don't want to be uh, anti-Australian or anything like that, but I'm not trying to throw, throw dirt on their wrestling, but he at one point will face a better wrestler than himself fighting in the UFC, you know? Right. It is, I, I can't say anything about his, um, his striking, because he beat the crap out of Hirota here. But I don't know where that's at, um, and the fact that he's five six doesn't give me a whole lot of confidence in it. So it, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see where he goes from here. I know he talked about maybe going down the bantamweight one day, but this is also a dude who used to who won a title in Australia fighting at welterweight.
0: So who knows? <laughs> he's got a whole gamut of just.
1: Dude, he beat he beat a guy at welterweight who now fights in the UFC at welterweight. Jesus, or he used to fight in the UFC at Welterweight. I think he got cut. I th-
0: I think though, if if anything, what could work for him is, I think that tenacity will carry over to wherever whatever division he might find himself in. Like I think even if he doesn't have the the reach advantage or the size advantage, like he might just be able to bully people. <laughs> oh yeah, no, he is strong as shit. <laughs> he might, he might just be able to bully people into wins to where like he's just gonna get in your face and there's nothing, there's nothing you can do about it. Because like I said, that I felt like if once again props to Hirota for surviving some this this some of these moments. But I felt like if if that was anybody else, he probably would have put somebody out. Yeah,
1: like, absolutely. And this is a good fight for Volkanovski because you earned that. Um, they're just dudes in the UFC who might not be all that like all that, but they will take your his power and you went that to adjust to that so right. I, I think that was a good I would think that was good for him in this sense um as for Hirota, i i I, mean, I feel bad because yeah uh, I don't know if a lot of people remember is herda fought Pat Healy in strike force and I think it was the fight right before Pahili was supposed to fight for the title in Strike Force. And he beat Pahili, but they gave Pahili the fight. I was very upset about that.
0: Um, I feel like I should remember this fight.
1: And he beat Rodrigo Dam, but they gave Rodrigo Dam the fight because Brazil. Like, there's a dude who has one UFC win. And it's over Coco Miller. So. And you want to talk about toughness, you can talk about the the Teruto Ishihara fight where he survived getting blitzed by uh, Ishihara in the first round and comes back to win the second, third.
0: Nah. Yeah, this... Hopefully we'll... Well, he... I think he... Before this fight, it was a draw, right? I'm trying to remember what his record has been lately. Horosis as of late.
1: Oh, yeah before this fight he beat Cole Miller and before that he fought Ishihara in the finals from um, Road to Japan to a draw okay
0: yeah that was a draw okay so yeah but yeah tough tough uh tough showing from both of them and I, I, know, I know we kind of made it seem like it was pretty well it was somewhat one sided but I, I don't want it to seem like Hirota just like wasn't doing anything like he definitely was he didn't lose the fight due to lack of effort <laughs> he was he he was trying but yeah man Alexander that dude it's a beast it's a some mean just some mean dude that that's yeah that's that's pretty much all I can say um so that was pretty much the main card I know you mentioned that you said you didn't uh you didn't really catch any of the prelims
1: nope funny story um before th- this month I could probably count the amount of UFCs i missed in like the last set six years on one hand. I don't think I'm going to catch any of them live this month.
0: <laughs> man. So, hey man
1: that's, so that's a thing.
0: Well, no, I get it. The way my work schedule is sometimes. It, I always get caught with those, like those overseas cars that might start early in the morning. A lot of those I don't catch. And even the ones I do watch late at night, I punish myself. <laughs> to stay up late and watch them um, But uh, I'll real quick just go through Some of the prelims uh, uh, Briefly just to give everybody else Their their due diligence Their due shout outs uh, I, I'm probably going to butcher this gentleman's name uh, Vink Or Vinch I don't know Pichel, uh K.O. Damien Brown I want to say this was the K.O. Where I think Damian just kind of walked Into a left <laughs> just kind of just got put to sleep um next fight luke jumino and dominic still i believe this was luke's uh debut um he had a pretty interesting kind of weird fighting style but he he, he made it work uh still just couldn't really seem to get much off and then luke kind of seemed like he was heating up the more the fight went on And I believe Luke was a hometown kid, so shout outs to him. That was a a pretty good win. Uh, John Moraga and Ashkin Makatarian. This kind of was. This is what a fight looks like when you throw a really green guy against a vet. (laughs) And you can just clearly see the difference in experience and skill set. I mean, props to uh, Ashkin for. I mean, he, he took it the distance, but. You could definitely tell every time they went on the ground, like, who was the superior grappler. I mean, I think Moraga landed a, a belly-to-belly suplex in this fight. He passed guard. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, wasn't like, it wasn't like a picture-perfect belly-to-belly, but, yeah, like, he... he and they, they mentioned um uh in the pre-fight that Moraga had mentioned that he felt like, lately in his last few outings, that he had kind of gotten away from his grappling, which is like his bread and butter. And he definitely went back to his grappling this fight. He he looked pretty good, man. He he definitely looked pretty good. Oshkin's a tough dude, though. But the grappling was definitely too much. He he went for a few submissions. Oshkin managed to get out of them, but uh, definitely good win for Moraga to get him back on track. Uh, Zach Otto scored a split decision over Kichi Kunamoto. I honestly don't remember this fight that much, so I I can't really give. Um, any like technical uh, advice or anything, but uh, he got the split decision nonetheless. And the last fight, which was actually a pretty fun fight uh, JJ Aldridge versus Chan Mee I think Chan is 19, I want to say, from South Korea.
1: Something like that, yeah. She's only had yeah. five fights, and I think only one of them is against a woman by actual fights.
0: Yeah. Like prior. <laughs> so, but th- this was a pretty fun fight. Uh, it did seem like JJ Aldridge. Uh, probably just seemed like she was just kind of more skilled, but Chan was man. She she um, I can't remember what round, but she did like this battle cry. Like you have to look this up. <laughs> like the <laughs> the round was about to start, and she just does this battle cry like ah, and it's just <laughs> it was really cool to see. Like she. She she's definitely a, a tough chick. Her striking's pretty good, but I think JJ just seemed like she was kind of more ra- well-rounded, a little more clean. Um but Chan Chan's fun though, man. She she she's on like some Spartan, you know, you make me bleed, I make you bleed, like she <laughs> she she she's a warrior, man. So I'm I'm looking forward to whenever she fights next. When I saw that Battle Cry, I was like, I'm I'm a fan. I'm I'm definitely with it, but uh, definitely good win for J.J. Aldridge. I think I think she came from Invicta, if I remember correctly. Um, J.J., Yep. Yep. So, yeah, man. Shout outs. To, shout outs to her. That was definitely a a fun fight. Um. Yeah. Overall, this card was. This card is kind of. I feel like cards like this are always fun because, and I tell people this all the time. Like, it's always the cards that don't look great, like on paper, like in terms of like star power. But they still turn out to be pretty, you know, decent cards top to bottom. Like you get good matchmaking, you get to see young talent, people you might not have seen before, and everybody for the most part put on pretty solid performances. Like there weren't, I can't really think of any fights that like I was bored of or like didn't enjoy. Like this was definitely a a solid card from from top to bottom, capped off with you know Mark Hunt, 43 years old, getting. Still winning in 2017. Yeah, I gotta mention, um, man, his his comeback was crazy. Now that I even think about it, like I forget that his record is 13 and 11. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but Hart Mark Mark has like the most forgiven record in MMA. <laughs> everything before he got submitted by Sean McCorkle, and everything after he got right. Everything after, like McCorkle. Like, just after the McCorkle fight, he is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, and 1, 2, 3, 4. 8 and 4 with one draw and one no contest. Just fighting okay. mostly top 10 guys.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, and yeah, to his credit, his record might not be that great, but if you look at quality of opponents, he, he doesn't. He he doesn't get a lot of easy outings. He's 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 fighting the 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 creme de la creme, pretty much. Um, oh, yeah, guys.
1: F- I forgot all about
0: that. I forget that he like kickboxed. <laughs> 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 like I, I forget, like this dude's been in the game for a long time. Like some there's some fighters, I just forget like how long I've been watching them fight. And it's crazy to think, like, in 2017, it's crazy to think at, like, one point, Mark Hunt, not so long ago, was probably close to a title shot. Like, <laughs>
1: he offered the interim title.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 that was the interim title fight. Yeah, like, and I think when that happened, he probably was, probably was, like, 42, maybe? I uh, can't remember when that, when that fight was. fight. 41? 41, out,
1: 41. I, think, I think. Don't quote me on that, um... I'd to point out, Marcon started fighting professionally in 1998 as a boxer. Jesus.
0: Man, the
1: man's been fighting for almost a solid 20 years.
0: Right. Like he's, he's still out there
1: getting wins over the top 10 fighters.
0: Been fighting then long if some of you have been alive. Like when you came out of the womb, he was punching and kicking people. making making somewhat of a living off of it yeah that's that's uh that's wild um but yeah yeah that was uh ufc fight night was it 110 uh solid solid card yep ufc fight night 110 and then we got what's next week uh betch and home What what do you what do you think of that fight
1: I think... I think... Beshkoia can win that fight. (laughs) And... If she does... Holly... Oh, God. Yeah. You
0: you know what, though? It feels like
1: every fight for Holly Holmes... Like a, a sneak trap fight. You know what I mean? Like... This woman obviously can't go to the ground with people. Like... And... The UFC's just consistently matching her up with... um, ha- have been consistently matching her up with Strike because the Misha Tate fight and she's finding ways to lose. Rasha says she can't I'll... adapt to what they put in front of her.
0: Right. I... yeah, I've, I've been going back and forth with this fight because, yeah, kind of like you, I think, I think Betch can definitely win, but... I might I might go out on a limb and say Holly will win this because I think you I can't remember what podcast you mentioned it. <laughs> Bet says she's a KO uh she's a KO artist.
1: Oh that was the last one Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I do think with these last few fights she's been using hands a lot more, more willing to go for it. And I I I wanna say, you never know, but I, I wanna say that'll play in the Holly. And she'll just be able to get in, get out, counter, and kind of just do her thing for three rounds. But, yeah, I feel like with Holly, like, you just, you never know what's, it's like an overream situation. So, where, like, not that she'll get knocked out, hopefully she won't, but, like, even when she's winning, you don't, you just don't know. You don't know what's going to happen.
1: Like, like, in the UFC, outside of, um, the, the Ronda Rousey win... Like where has she ever looked like she was like comfortably ahead? And I guess the Renault fight, but like the way she fights is always like so frenetic. You feel like she's fighting with all this nervous energy.
0: I kind of felt like in the Tate fight, it, at least in the first. Oh no, actually no, no. Actually, I'll take that back. I'll take she that back.
1: was she was <laughs> up on the scorecards 39-37 I want to say. Come the last round. And that was after, but there was still that one round where she just got completely like just yeah yeah manhandled on the ground. Nah.
0: See, and I, I think, and it's not like Betch doesn't do takedowns, but I I don't know I don't know I, I feel like Holly should be athletic enough and skilled enough that she should be able to avoid da- takedowns and probably get the better of most of the exchanges. I, I want to say that but yeah. yeah it's it's hard to it's hard to say she she could she could theoretically lose like a a close split decision like i i could definitely see that happening yeah but uh who else is on that oh um guess other fight how how do you feel about dos Anos and safadine um
1: i think dos Anos should beat the crap out of Safadine to be honest with you like uh, since safedin has come back from injury let me let me just make double check on this i want to say he fought rick story and did he fight somebody else in in the, in the meantime or was that no he fought danyon kim right i remember no i don't um yeah um Saffer-Ding really struggles with output and he really struggles with, like, just not being a physical presence. Like, he's not weak, but, like, he's never assertive enough in a fight where all his technical greatness actually shines through. Right. And Dos without the weight cut, and is just going to put pressure on Safadine like, probably worse than the way Rick Story did, in fact. And, um, uh, unless Saf catches matter of fact even if Saf catches him with like a head kick we've seen Rick Story eat like eight of those. <laughs> yeah, and I, I I I struggle to see where Saf is able to keep a full uh, a a fully hydrated Rafael Dos Santos off of him for um for three rounds. So I, I think Sa- I think Saf takes the L on this one.
0: Yeah, this is hard. Like, I, I love Safadine. and it sucks because, like, I feel like his his record in the UFC doesn't reflect, like, how good he is or maybe just how good I think he is. Like, like technically, he's probably one of the most skilled dudes out there, but, yeah, like you said, like, aside from the Hung Yu Lim fight, the rest of his UFC performances have been pretty lackluster, like, to say the least. Yeah. And
1: it's
0: just, yeah, it's like it's... I don't know what it is that he's just not putting together, but it's just, it's not clicking. And yeah, I know this is Dos Anjos' first go, I think first go at 170, or at least first go in a while. So you always, you know, it's always interesting to see how people's, how they fare when they're in a the new weight class, but this is a dangerous fight. Like, <laughs> I get it, Dos Anjos lost the belt, whatever, whatever. The Dude's still an animal, man. Like, he is an animal.
1: Dude, yeah, the, 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 the... Um, the fight with Tony Ferguson proved that. Right. Where he went out there, he took everything Tony Ferguson had to throw at him and he was still
0: com- he was still in there till the last round. So Yeah, man. This this scary dude, so yeah, man, Safadine. If you are not or you're not on your Ps and Q's this is, this might not be a good night. Uh, I I wanted I can't even say I want either of them to win, like I'm fans of both, but I'm I'm kinda just pulling for Safadine just because I just I want to see him stringing together a, a good performance, but yeah, I don't I don't know. This this is gonna be a rough one. Uh, this is gonna be a rough one.
1: I'm really interested to see how far uh, Dos Anillos can go at welterweight. Like
0: everybody else at welterweight is really
1: old and really beat up, and, and, and I I don't think technically he's worse than anybody in this division.
0: No, nah, like the skill set, like I'm I'm pretty sure his skill set will transfer over. Uh, I I. Well, I guess I'll just have to see how his size... Like, how big he is compared to to other people. He was kind of a big lightweight, too. I don't know. Yeah,
1: yeah I guess he we'll, was like we'll see. Will, once he started lifting weights, he
0: was well-built. Yeah. You
1: know, He I wasn't think, tall, but he, he was strong for the division, frame-wise.
0: I think he'll do good against, like, the lower tier. I'll be interested to see how he does against, like, a top five to see if he can... I'm pretty sure he can hang with them, like in terms of skill set, but I just wonder if at some point the size might be too big a difference. But yeah, I don't know.
1: But at the at the same time, like guys like uh, Masvidal and Cerrone have yeah. climbed their way to the top ten. You know what I mean?
0: Like and negated the whole the size isn't even an argument. But, uh, but
1: they're <laughs> they're both really long, I think.
0: Like both of yeah. uh, Masvidal and uh, Cerrone, mm-hmm. but uh, like
1: out. I wouldn't pick against Dosanos against either one of those guys. You know what I mean? Right. So Styles, forget about Style for a second, I'm I'm curious if he can like do if he can just make it all the way up.
0: I'm pretty sure he'll get close to the top. I don't know how close, but I think he'll he'll find his way into like that top ten, top eight, and then we'll just kind of have to see where he goes from there. But yeah man Safadine man Be, be ready <laughs> Please be ready This is not gonna be I gotta feel I'm gonna be covering my face After this fight Like it's, it's not gonna be pretty But It's pretty uh Pretty solid card though Um uh, uh, It's a fight pass card Shouts yeah, just, to
1: just the leech He's back in the UFC baby China's Greatest welterweight Yeah
0: <laughs> Hey, man. Take it on, Frank Camacho. But well, I didn't know the stun Gun. When, when was Stung Gun's last fight? Why do I feel like I just don't see him anymore? Or maybe I'm just forgetting his he, fights?
1: He fought Safety in December.
0: He beat him. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That did happen. That did happen. Right, we good
0: also to see got, him back.
1: We also got former uh, basketball player, Walt Harris. Uh, we got a couple of, like, six foot flyweights, and Justin Skagas and the Sasaki.
0: <laughs> that should be a fun fight. That should be a pretty fun fight. Takenori Gomi is still out here throwing leather.
1: Oh, true. Was he fighting?
0: Uh, John Tuck.
1: That's an interesting fight.
0: Right, so that's, damn, that's still
1: Remember that's John still Tuck? Happening. Like, dude, that dude had hype. Like, a lot of hype. Like, I remember he won, like, uh, what was it? He won. Oh, at worlds he won like the lightweight. Uh, no, not the lightweight. He won the white belt division, and people were like really hyped on him. My, uh, me included. But injuries just kept him from developing.
0: Man. Oh, he's on a two fight losing streak. Yep. Yeah. All right. So yeah, it's a an interesting card. When is when is a uh, when is Bellator's next shenanigans?
1: Bellator 180, bro. Two weeks, twelve days. From now. <laughs> New York The greatest fight card ever assembled by man Oh lord We also it's got um. We also got what you call it this weekend uh, Andre Wals- uh, Walski Andre Ward Versus uh. Sergen two. Rematch rematch rematch
0: Yeah Boxing again man Still I'm well We'll see how that fight goes, but I'm pretty sure there's no reason that fight won't be pretty good. So, I'm just going to say Boxing will probably continue their streak of just dope fights that they've been doing all year. Yeah. Who else is on this Bellator card? I just, I gotta take a peek. Get the Rory
1: McDonald, oh, not the Rory McDonald, the, um, the Lorenz Larkin douglas Lima fight, Chandler versus Brent Primus, um, King Mo versus, not King Mo. uh, it's Phil Davis, Ryan Bader too for the title because King Mo pulled out. <laughs>
0: so
1: they're just like, "Fuck it, we're going to give you a title shot now."
0: Who um, you got? Who, who, who you got in that? Oh,
1: dude, I'm, I'm, I, I am a freaking Ryan Bader loyalist, <laughs> and he won the first fight. So yeah, I got
0: I got Bader. I got Bader in this. We also yeah, got
1: well, uh, we also got Shinzo Machida, James Gallagher.
0: <laughs> the Bellator McGregor. Mm hmm. For, for all intents and purposes. Oh, and Aaron Pico.
1: Aaron Pico, Fedor versus Matt Mitrione.
0: I'll um, to skip over that fight. <laughs> I'm trying to forget that that's a thing.
1: Uh, Gilbert Melendez's wife, Carrie Ann Melendez. She's making, I think it's her MMA debut. Um, oh, and for all you women's boxing fans out there, Heather Hardy's making her MMA debut. According to her, she's gonna make more money in this one fight for Bellator than she has in her other in any other fight she's had in boxing.
0: That's terrible.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's what happens. You got when you don't got a TV deal. Like, like she's full on TV once or t- once now. I think it was a great fight too.
0: I'll say from for Bellator. I mean I, I, I I'm not a fan of the Mitrion fight. I, I really don't care to see it. And Sun and Vanderlei are just gonna be pure shenanigans. But there are some pretty good fights on here. Like Lima and Larkin, like that that's I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Lima
1: Larkin is like the people's main event.
0: Right, pretty much. Like if, if for anything, if there's one fight you need to watch on this card, it is definitely Douglas Lehman and Lorenz Larkin. Like, there's there's no way that's not a fun fight.
1: Like, there's a solid argument that Lorenz Larkin should be, like, the number one contender for the UFC uh, welterweight title right now. Right.
0: Then he, he left on... He, he left on a win streak, right?
1: He left on beating Jorge Masvidal.
0: Oh, man. Yep. And now Jorge it was, is... It
1: was every bit as convincing, if not more than uh, Damian Maia beating Masvidal. Right. So... And then he murdered freaking Neil Magny. I forgot all about that.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, Lorenz was one of those dudes who, like, yeah, the UFC let go. Or I can't remember if they let him go, if they just didn't want to pay him enough or how that went down. But, Um,
1: yeah. Yeah, he was, I think he said he was kind of embarrassed by their first offer. He's like, I'm going to go test the market and see what I'm worth. Uh, There were early reports that Bellasaur didn't want him. Like that, they were going to go. With, they were. They had Robbie. Uh, they had Rory already, and um, they didn't really see a need for him. But he stuck to his guns on it, and now, and now he's in. Bellator. a title shot. Now he's going to have a title shot on his debut, and Bellator is playing one of the biggest pay per view. They were at, the biggest show they've had today. in terms of like importance. I guess not so much in ratings. I think the Kimbo fight will probably have more. Both the Kimbo fights will probably have more people tune in for them. Um, yeah, like, yeah,
0: believe in yourself, people. That's <laughs> a Lorenz Larkin story. Hey, but you gotta back it up, too. This yeah. dude, uh... uh he, he sticks to his guns, but he has the resume to show why he's deserved the money that he's looking for. Yeah,
1: he beat he's, Robbie Lawler, yeah. people. Don't forget, he beat and, Robbie Lawler.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, that fight did happen. Man. Strike Force man, I miss I miss I miss those days.
1: I wonder if that's the big reason why I was able to sign with them.
0: Like Scott Coker, all of a sudden remembered who he was. Right, <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it, and I feel it, man. Like this, I feel like we're gonna see a lot more of this. There's gonna be a lot more departures and people kind of just reuniting with Coker.
1: Yeah, it probably won't be anybody, um I don't know, like these loyalists like um, freaking Chris Wyman's like imagine that just like the strike force division like the strike force middleweight division just gets tired of um having to wait for G S P and they just, all-, all just peace out. Like (laughs) Rocco, Rocco bounces, Brunson bounces, Musasi bounces. I don't think Musasi's signed yet. That's another thing. Like I think he's still a free agent. UFC has been having him like do all this promotional stuff for them. Like he, I think he was just on a tour in Europe. He's on UFC tonight. He still doesn't have a deal yet.
0: Yeah, that's. And if they, I'll I'll say it now. If 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 Musasi, if they let him walk. Like the Exodus is coming. (laughs) Like if if Musashi walks, the Exodus is right around the corner. Like everybody, I think a lot of people will follow suit. Might not happen all at once, but you'll slowly start seeing some names just kind of disappear. And hey, man, it's Bellator's time.
1: Bellator rising. Like if Mark Hunt is really content to just like fight out his contract, he's not going to Bellator. He's going to Japan. You know
0: what I mean? What? Why not? Go over there, have some freak fights, take off some heads.
1: Mark Hunt <laughs> versus Baruto.
0: Hey. Like i love to, pretty, sh-
1: I'd love to see Mark Hunt fight a sumo wrestler.
0: And I'm pretty sure they'll pay him a freakish amount of money. Yeah? Just uh... <laughs> just, Is there,
1: just, there's a reason Mark Hunt has been the the focal point of um, the the returns to Japan.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, man. They. Who doesn't love Baraka? I'm pretty yeah. I, it's gonna be interesting. Like I, I feel like this by the end of this year, like I think we'll get a really good like barometer as to where MMA is heading. Like by the end of this year,
1: dude. I'm just saying, the UFC really opened the fucking foot. If this McGregor Mayweather fight comes together, UFC's gonna have a freaking headache on their hands. I, I hope their cut is worth it, you know what I mean, because yeah. there's going to be a lot of pissed off people.
0: $4 billion. <laughs> was it worth it? Uh, th- I mean, that's, that's that's what we're going to find out by the end of this year. We're going to find out how much that, that four bill was really worth. We're definitely going to find out. and
1: I, I think we're going to have to wait till the end of the financial year, y'all. Uh, the like we're gonna hear rumors in or, like February twenty eighteen that the UFC is looking to go public.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's it's gonna be interesting though. Yeah, this
1: and Daniel White's gonna be like Vince McMahon.
0: Uh, yeah. it's...
1: We're, we're we're in strange times, bro.
0: We are. We're always in strange times. I think that's it's why we love the sport. It's why we hate it sometimes, but it's, it's what keeps it interesting. It's what keeps the ball rolling. Just, it is. It's like a real life, just reality show. It's, it's just... a
1: freaking carnival. <laughs> like, like we try to pretend that God, sports is like this real thing. And that's like I don't know what's a respectable sport, not football. Um, I don't know, like the the NBA. It's like. Basketball or soccer or whatever, like one of these sports that have like a real
0: structure to it. You're right, that's not bad kind of that yeah. sports. It's not at all. They
1: are trying, especially
0: these last couple of years. It's been
1: they are trying to sell you a, a product in ways that the NFL and the NBA and soccer and baseball are not. And it, it, and at the at its core, it resembles professional wrestling more than it does <laughs> anything else. And, and that's not by fault. Like MMA takes its model from wrestling. Res- takes its model from boxing. Uh, boxing literally started off as a circus sport.
0: I would be interested. I'm pretty sure it'll happen eventually. Like, the, I want to see like a documentary <laughs> on like just the shift of the sport, at like how much it's even just within like the last five years. Like, it Ooh, just seems like her. yeah, like MMA. Like it's it's just dramatically different. You
1: see, that's what sucks about um the UFC owning basically all the freaking t- uh the uh the fight vault worth owning, you know? UFC's not going to post like let anybody use their footage for anything that's um
0: negative or even slightly perceived as negative. Negative or just
1: something not even negative, just something that doesn't like kiss the UFC's ass, you know what I mean?
0: Right. Okay? Like, so we're we not won't, we won't.
1: we're not we're never going to get a, a, a documentary about John Fitch and the American Kickboxing Academy beating fucking fire From the UFC and banned from having any of their fighters in the UFC because they wouldn't sign their freaking likeness away, so UFC can sell video games. You know what I mean? Right. Like that. They're gonna leave that part out. Right. They're gonna leave out out the part about them bringing in Kung La, them fucking up a drug test, fucking up on his paydays and his reputation, and then
0: getting sued for it. You know what I mean? Like, and depending on how this Mighty Mouse fiasco turns out... It might just not even include him. <laughs> right. And he's the he fucking might... <laughs> best champion they've ever had. <laughs> they're just going to X his face out in the dark. Yeah, they're not even going to mention his name. Like, they're going to treat him like he just never existed. Like, he just wasn't a real person.
1: Like, they're going to go through, like, most consecutive title defenses. We have John Jones, and then we have GSP, and then in second place we have Anderson Silva. <laughs> and they're going to hard cut... And they're gonna hard cut to like, freaking Bonner uh, Griffin. <laughs>
0: like
1: this is where it all started.
0: Right, <laughs> man. Yeah, this is gonna be interesting, man. This every year is a fun year, but we'll 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 see where this this sport is headed. But I uh, guess we're uh, coming up to about the end of the show, it's about an hour and thirty minutes or so. Um, I guess for parting shots and shout-outs, um, I will give my parting shout-out to Glory Kickboxing, even though I only saw two of the fights, I think. Maybe one. No, I saw like two. But uh, mainly shout-out to Niki Hoskin and uh, Cedric Dumbay for putting on a pretty great rematch. Um, yeah, I think Dumbay solidly won this fight. Uh, Niki definitely had moments, though. He, he, you definitely tell he's a good power puncher, but I, I just don't think he had enough volume, and Doombay just was pretty active the whole time, kind of just doing what Doombay does. Um, so, And shout-outs to Glory for airing it on ESPN2 at a very respectable 3.30 time slot to where the world can watch it instead of this other little weird time slots that they do. So, yeah, man, like, for people who don't watch kickboxing, like, we say this every week, I feel like. Just watch kickboxing, man. Watch line fights. Well, that's Muay Thai technically, but watch glory. Watch kickboxing in general, man. It's an awesome sport. L- lots of talent out there. Um, so shout-outs to Bay, man, beating Niki Holskin for the second time. That's that's not an easy feat. <laughs> Niki's one of the, the greatest kickboxers I think I've ever seen, and he, he's beat Niki twice, so shout-outs to him. Um and last parting shot for me not even on a combat sports related note but uh by the time you guys hear this recording uh mm-hmm. E3 will have been over pretty sure cuz i think last E3 conferences are today which is monday when we're recording this uh, Yeah, i think the
1: last one's uh, tonight.
0: Yeah, tonight, yeah. Um Xbox, why why is this new thing called the Xbox 1X? I don't so, understand. So the acronym <laughs>
1: is so the acronym is Xbox
0: Right, <laughs> like I don't like who, why, like who who was in the meeting? Who who was the guy in the meeting who raised his hand and said, "Yeah, I got a name." And then who are the people that co-signed this? Like w- nobody had a more creative anything. Just the Xbox One X, really. That's that's what we're doing. I don't know. That's my last parting shot. That I thought that was. Kind of funny and kind of stupid at the same time, but I mean, solid, solid show from Microsoft. I saw a few uh, games that looked pretty cool, but the Xbox One X, I'm not, I'm not rolling with that. Not.
1: I saw the Anthem, tr- um, tr- uh, trailer.
0: Yeah, Anthem looks dope. Anthem looks pretty good. Yeah, that's
1: but, it. it's Iron Man.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> I can't confirm. I might try to look this up real quick, though. I don't think Anthem is an Xbox exclusive. It should not be.
1: Bio, Bioware... Unless oh, they're paying Bioware out the ass for it. I, I doubt it.
0: I can't. I'm going to have to look this up another time. Oh, no, no, no. It, uh, it uh, do, 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 do. No, yeah, it is not, at least according to this website, yeah, Bioware, Anthem is not Project Scorpio, Xbox One exclusive. So I was, I was gonna say Xbox man if that was an exclusive man you guys probably would have had a pretty big hit on your hands but hey yeah. still it's still a, a solid showing from them nonetheless but Xbox One X um yeah I I don't know how I feel about that but uh, yeah you uh any any parting shot shout outs out you got
1: um uh, shout outs to greatest female boxer of all time Cecilia Breakus Breakhouse from uh, Norway she defended her like five thousand titles this past weekend.
0: <laughs>
1: First woman to ever unify all the titles in the White Division. Defeated um I say it was Erica Farayas from uh yeah Erica Farayas from Argentina. Shouts to Breikos. Um she's actually a big star in her home country. Sells out arenas with like ten thousand people. Um Sucks that Holly Holm fight never happened. They they offered Uh-oh. Holly a quarter million dollars.
0: Crazy Holly. <laughs> I mean, it wor- I mean,
1: in the in the long run, it worked out for Holly. But still, like, I, I would love to see that fight. Ah, um, huh, maybe one day we get to see breakouts for Clarissa Shields.
0: Uh shout uh, maybe- to Clarissa.
1: Yeah, and um, I guess for my other one. Uh, shout-outs to the new Kingdom Hearts trailer for Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs>
0: because
1: I remember playing Kingdom Hearts 2 when I was, what, 13 years old?
0: <laughs> I've been telling people, man, listen, the trailer looked good, and that's cool and all. This game isn't coming out to like, 2030. Like, they just drop a trailer every so often to convince you that this is a real game. It, it might be it's going to come out maybe eventually i'll say it you. looks good it does it does it it definitely looks good but i straight up
1: i straight up like i played that game when i was 12 years old
0: like just to put it in perspective like doctor dre put out an album before kingdom hearts 3 came out the, wonder the, the, woman got a movie before <laughs> wonder woman got a movie before kingdom hearts 3 came out like Robbie Lawler became a UFC champion before Kingdom Hearts three. The came. Cubs won a World Series, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, so I'm not saying it can't happen, but you're saying it won't. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, like I'm not, I'm not going to believe it until I walk into GameStop and I see the game physically on the shelf and I can pick it and up. And then
1: you, op- and then you open it and it turns out it's actually like Kingdom Hearts. Like one point eight (laughs) seven two. Right.
0: The H D the H D (laughs) remix.
1: Like Like I'm just saying, uh, if you you wouldn't have to freaking have an update for your games if you released the main series game when you're supposed to. Right. Twelve years later. There are kids (laughs) in middle school who have never heard of Kingdom Hearts.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, that was... That, but it does I look guess, dope.
1: Uh, I'm looking forward to the Sony conference tonight, I guess. Um, Apparently, that Insomniac Spider-Man game was it good?
0: Yeah, that looks, that looks pretty dope. Yeah, actually, probably after as soon as we finish recording, I'm going to watch... Um, who went right before we started recording? I think uh, Ubisoft went. Yeah. Uh, so I'll probably check that out in yeah, E3, well, by the time you guys hear this, all of this will already have happened, but... Kingdom Hearts won't be out by the time you guys hear this. Probably I mean, won't.
1: It won't be yeah. out by the time you die.
0: Like right. <laughs> <last> <laughs> it, it'll 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 come out when you're on your deathbed. Like, I,
1: I am thoroughly convinced that Kingdom Hearts three has not come out because the writer is trying to understand the plot from Kingdom Hearts one and two. <laughs> so he just keeps writing.
0: Oh man oh, you still there? Hello. Did I lose you?
1: I forgot my mic comes with um with a little mute button. <laughs> That's
0: the Kingdom Hearts people watching. They're not they're not too thrilled with us right now. But yeah man. <laughs> Either way, uh good 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 stuff happening this weekend. Awesome fights. The great revealing of future video games that may or may not ever come to fruition. I mean, wait, um, is God
1: of War going to get a trailer this year? Are we, are we going to get a release date for God of War three?
0: Uh we'll see. We'll see. I, I'm 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 pretty sure. God I, I want to say God of I'm going to say I'm positive they'll they'll show that. Wait,
1: what, I'm pretty sure. Wait, which working. God of War is this? God of War um four. Four,
0: I think. Yeah, I think one four.
1: I forgot because I stopped playing after two.
0: Yeah i'm pretty sure that'll that'll come out before no, oh
1: oh ah. playstation lifestyle god of war is releasing on november 8 28 according to youtube
0: okay hey, hey
1: you heard it here first
0: god of war got a release date you back kingdom hearts now we're, breaking, we're now we're
1: breaking video game news
0: right spinoff channel <laughs> but uh i guess that's about it for the show uh you guys, make sure you go to Facebook, type in Dojo Talk Podcast, hit the like button, like the Facebook page, subscribe on SoundCloud, subscribe on YouTube, share with a friend and a friend's friend and a co-worker if they like fighting, video games, anime, uh, any, any of those interests. And, uh, yeah, so that is the show for today. I'm going to go try to chill out and... Calm down from this 95 degree weather that I've been baking in all day. So, uh, as always, anytime people are being kicked and/or punched in the face, we'll be there to talk about it. And hopefully, we will catch you guys soon. So, until next time, peace.